I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Any idea? Safe recording? Don't even know what that means. Right then. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you serious? Yes, I'm goddamn serious. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a woman? We are back, James, we are back. It's been four long, cold and... Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Great start. Oh, hang on, decline. <laughs> Should we do it again? Why? Yeah, no point really, is there? It's just, it's just lowered the standards of our productions. Let me see if I can just switch my iPad off from ringing. God damn it! Literally five seconds into recording. Can you believe that? You've been you've been setting all this up for about half an hour. I am sick. They, of could, this. Have, they could have just called any other sick time. Sick of stupid people ringing me when I'm doing the house talk podcast. That's what I say. <laughs> so it's been four weeks. Has it been four weeks or three weeks? It's about four weeks. Yeah, we did the uh, well. I did the crap one with oh, yeah. Thomas Craig. No, that was all right. You did a fair job, to be honest. Honest. You did. Uh, you did a good job there. It was a good, good um, introduction and... Oh, fuck it. <laughs> what, you... what am I saying? I forgot. I forgot how to speak, James. It's been that long. So you've been away, haven't you? I've been away. I've been away for two and a half so, weeks. So what have you been doing for those two and a half weeks? I have been on tour with a band called October Drift, who I manage, and they've had a belter of a tour, and it's been good fun. And you've been drinking a lot? I've been drinking an exceptional amount of lager. Which would, mostly. Which and, would and account was... for... You not being able to talk anymore. That's probably true. I'm probably still drunk as we speak. Don't do drugs or drink, ladies and gentlemen. It's very bad for your health. <laughs> and your wealth, which rhymes. And stealth, because obviously when you're drunk, you can't sneak around anywhere. I, I think there's going to be uh, a few rhymes this week, isn't there, Neil? Looking, yeah. looking across at the whiteboard. It looks that way, yeah. Because the only way I can remember anything is to put it into rhyme. <laughs> do you know like I did that time? Oh, oh God. God. Jesus. Um, this is probably the worst introduction to the Outsort podcast of all time, but you know we're just going to live live through this, James. Live through this experience. Yeah. Um, so you've been away for a few weeks. What? Tell us a a story about your goings on whilst you've been away. Well, there's just been that too too much to tell, really. But um, I went in some caves in a place in Edinburgh, essentially. All right. Yeah. But I did it. I didn't go out because, like, we did the gig and then we went back to this uh, big apartment that we'd got. As part of the rider, so they give us like free drinks at the gig, yeah, and then they give us a ride of this this twelve bedroom apartment. So we went back there, and then the tour manager Francis, who's like this crazy Texan bastard, right? He's he's basically you're not going out anywhere. You're gonna go to bed, and you gotta get up and do the gig tomorrow, right? And we're like, yeah, that's fine, that's fine, no problem. Isn't that as much your job being being the manager? Yeah, kind of, but like I can blame it on Francis, which is handy. <laughs> so um, basically, essentially what happened was we waited for him to go to sleep, uh, which was like three in the morning, and then we ran off. 
Uh, and we found some caves in Edinburgh, this this place called Labyrinth, it's called. All right, yeah. And you go in, and it's like, you go underground, and there's different rooms. So, like, in one room, it's massive. And in one room, you've got, like, a pool table and a jukebox. Oh, yeah. In another, you've got a theatre. In another, you've got a gig going off. This is, like, three in the morning. And then in another, you've got a cinema. Awesome. So, so yeah. So, we went into the cinema uh, and sat down. <laughs> 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 and have and? I told you this story no go on alright and we went to the cinema bear in mind it's like quarter past 3am and Pl- please tell me that they were playing Labyrinth on no, the <laughs> cinema in the Labyrinth <laughs> no it was The Shining so like there was no way of watching that <laughs> so like uh, yeah something really ha- really bad happened with um, the stretching of a testicle bag and then we, uh, and we had to leave <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, it was embarrassing and hilarious all at the same time. So we're literally, because the labyrinth was next to the apartment that we were in, we were only in there for like literally eight minutes before we had to go. So <laughs> that was like, I think that was the third time we'd been ejected from somewhere whilst being on tour. Wow, brilliant. Which was like, yeah, good fun. So missed quite a lot. I've literally no idea what's been going on while I've been away. Other than uh, the last gig was on Saturday at Bristol and obviously everybody... Uh, was down in town in Bristol. Yeah. Uh, so we were setting up the gig as the result was coming in, which uh, was quite disappointing and surprising. But I guess that's that's what can happen when complacency sets in a little bit. And there's obviously some other stuff gone off uh, yeah. behind the scenes on that one, aren't there? Well, that's that's the rumours, isn't it? It's always these Al's talk rumours of people saying, you know, that something happened. I don't know. There's a rumour something happened on the coach down, or the players have fallen out, or whatever. But where did where did it all originate from? I don't get it. I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. I've just seen like little um, inferences of it. Yeah, but where from? I don't because this was puzzling me because I basically logged on to Al's talk to see what was what, and there was like this big long discussion going on about something happening behind the scenes, but nobody was saying what it was. Sorry, I've got the hiccups from my coffee. I, I really need to burp, but <laughs> I'm keeping it in. Ooh, there goes mine. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, well, it, it all come around with uh, the lone players debacle as well, didn't it? It did, but like, yeah, this what is going on? What is going on? We, we, we're Wednesday, we don't lose. What's going on? So we lost, and then obviously there's some kind of hints that something kicked off, and then there's the lone player thing, so tell us about that, because I don't quite understand it yet. Well, um, you're only allowed to name a maximum of five lone players yeah. in a matchday squad, Yeah, and we named six. Initially, yeah. and then changed it an hour and a quarter before kickoff. So, did we officially submit it then? Yeah, so we submitted it, and then apparently somebody's realised and then gone and changed it. Right, fair enough. And and apparently the FA want our observations on that. Is that right? Yeah. So the the FA are uh, looking into it. Um, the last time we had a problem like this was about eight years ago against Stoke at Hillsborough. Yeah. Um, and. We got a £2,000 fine, but on that occasion, we actually kept the six loanies in the squad. Yeah. Um, although we didn't we didn't break the rules on how many went on the pitch. They were just sat on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So, uh, I remember someone on Al's talk was saying, it's a, like, obviously talking to the FA about this, um, we can't get done because it's a bit like thinking about murdering someone and nearly getting to murder, but then changing your mind, but... That's not quite correct because that's like attempted murder, isn't it? It's conspiracy to murder, isn't it? Something like that. What in your head? 
Well, you could spy it with. <laughs> it's the well, voices. Well, if it's you and your multiple personalities. It's the, it's the voices. <laughs> the voices are making me do it. The voices are making me submit these lone players. Yeah, but two people submitted. They have to have two people submitted, the manager and the captain. Do they? Yeah. Hmm, interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder how that's going to play out. If I were doing my observations, I'd say, didn't really observe anything. <laughs> and then what they're going to do? Yeah. You know? But but apparently, the uh, the manager said that it was just a mistake. Somebody noticed it and corrected it. Do you know who I reckon did it? Go on. Keith Skews! Keith Skews. He's, 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 you never see him, do you? You never see him, like, other than behind the scenes. I bet he's behind so, the scenes writing out these, like, lone <laughs> players on the team sheet. He, he used to be on uh, BBC Radio Bristol, so... Did he? Yeah, good shout. Thank you. Owlstalk.co.uk <laughs> Turning hope and happiness into complete despair. So, James, it's um, it's the 19... Oh, a pigeon. A pigeon's just landed outside my window. <laughs> it's a big one. Great. Uh, it's a big one. Uh, for, for listeners at home, the pigeon is grey and black and white. And it is... Uh, it looks like it's trying to get in. <laughs> Here's one for you, right? Yeah. My window was open in my flat. And for some reason, this egg or like a berry came flying through the window and splattered on my wall above my TV. <laughs> How does that even happen? Well, to say that your TV wall is about 20 feet away from the window. Yeah, and it went with a right smack as and, well. And your your windows only open kind of down a bit, don't they? Yeah, it's like this, look. Yeah, like that, that. that works on a podcast. I've just scared the pigeon away as well. <laughs> uh, so like, yeah, so how how does that even happen? This is the worst audio I get that, but yeah, it still bothers me. This oh, place is haunted. You, you are in a haunted flat. I know, it's very haunted. So uh, anyway, James, we've got something big this week, haven't we? Shall I uh, shall I reveal it? Go on. I'm going to reveal it live on the Owl's Talk podcast. Hi everybody and welcome to the War of the Monster Trucks. It's the 1991... League Cup final centenary. It's not a centenary. It's the centenary of the 1991 <laughs> League Cup final win against the Manchester Uniteds. How do you get what does centenary mean? It Neil? means like um, something you remember a few years later. So like, the centenary is a hundred years later, isn't it? Uh, well, it will be soon. <laughs> Don't even know what that means. So anyway, right, listen. It's the centenary of the 1991. It's not a centenary. Well, what do you call it then? It's the 25th anniversary, isn't it? Is it? Okay, so it's the 1991 25th centenary anniversary of Sheffield Wednesday's win over Manchester United, where Johnny Sheridan scored in the 37th minute against Manchester United's. You said Manchester United twice in that. Yeah, I know. I realise that. Anyway, if it was written down, it'd be more of a crime. So yeah, so uh, this is the the time back in 1991, obviously, where uh, we went to Wembley with hopes and dreams, and came back with a cup and syphilis. In some cases, <laughs> that's uh, obviously not myself. And, and a Walkman, you were telling me. Earlier. And a Walkman, yeah. So I went down on the, on the coach with my brother Lee, and um, it was all going to plan all the way down to London, and then we get to London, and the coach pulls in. And where it parked was like near a retail park. Yeah. Right? And this must have been about 12, 1 o'clock, something like that. So I'm like, absolutely buzzing. Everybody's buzzing. 
So we're getting off, we're like dead excited and that. And Lee decided he wanted to go to uh, Comet for a Walkman, <laughs> right? And it didn't take 10 minutes. So we, we walked all the way to Comet on Cup final day, right? At Brilliant. Wembley. So silking up the atmosphere. Yeah. Walked around. He must have tried out every single Walkman in the shop and then walked out not buying one. Well, you used to try out Walkmans. Yeah. What, try so, them on? Like, is there you, a dressing room for Walkman? No, you'd have them like, um, you'd basically just put a tape in. You'd ask the, cause this was back in the tape days, wasn't it? Yeah. So like, you'd ask for a tape and you'd put a tape in, which was probably like Sonia's Greatest Hits or something, right? <laughs> Do you remember Sonia? Never stop me from <laughs> loving you. No, no impressions, Neil. No, oh, yeah, no yeah, impressions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he tried them all. And, and then you had them like little wiry headphone things with like, Orange sponge on. Yeah, I remember that. They were, they were, the sponges used to fall off and then just leave you that plastic that's like basically just yeah. ripped into your earlobes. And the metal bit just, it was like playing metal that went over your head and cut into your head. No health and safety back in them days, James. None. <laughs> Absolutely none. So yeah, we went to Wembley and went shopping to Comet. So that's my memories of the day. How's that? That's uh, that's great. I, th- I think what you should do, the the, uh, the club are asking for memories to be tweeted. <laughs> right. What are they asking for? Right, with, with, with the hashtag class of 91. Really? Is that, is that current? Is that happening? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's between now and um, tomorrow night when the big class of 91 event is at Magna. Right. What do you have to do? Let's have a look. You have to tweet your memories. Using the hashtag class of 91. Right. I remember, what shall I put? I remember going to Comet yeah. for a Walkman with Ali at Wembley. How was that? Yeah. And then what, what's the hashtag? Class of 91. Class of 90, 91. Got it. Class of 91. Right. So I'll put, I remember going to Comet for a Walkman with Ali at Wembley. When we got off the coach, how's that? Yeah, that's that's an enthralling memory for them to. But uh, hopefully, they'll use that in the event tomorrow night. Oh, I've just I've tweeted it from our talk, so like twenty one thousand people's just seen my. Uh... <laughs> they've got they've got the they've got the story before the Owls Talk podcast comes out. Exclusive. It's an exclusive on Owls Talk Twitter at Owls Talk. Make sure you uh, get involved with that. So yeah, um, so let's just talk about this nineteen ninety one match, right? Yep. It was nailed on we were going to win, shall I tell you why? Go on. Because Man United's had Les Seeley in the net. Yes. Les Seeley. What do you think of that? Well, yeah. There, there was a lot in the, the run-up to it, wasn't there? Like, um, Man U obviously were uh, regulars at Wembley almost back then. Yeah. And so they had the likes of Steve Bruce, Gary Pallister, yeah. Brian Robson, Paul Ince, Mark Hughes, Lee Sharp. Yeah, it was quite a good Man U squad, wasn't it? Alex Ferguson obviously overseeing things on the Manchester United's side. Yeah. Um, but Les Seeley in the net, I don't think he's very good. Do you remember Les Seeley being a good keeper? Because I don't. No. No, I think no. he was a bit pants. Yeah. So where was the other keepers then? I don't know. Who, it was before Schmeichel, wasn't it? So. Uh, potentially, yeah. And you could only have two substitutes. Yeah. Theirs was Maldonicke. And Mike feeling so. Let's face it, we were going to win that always. <laughs> yeah. So but we we were proper underdogs, weren't we? We were the second division side. Yeah. Um, man, you were were doing well in in the first division, the old first division. That's true. So yeah, we we were uh, we went with basically just a, a day out in yeah. mind. I think mostly. I think anyone that said they were they were 
you know, guaranteed to win and, and heading down to come back with a, a trophy is like exaggerating a little bit. Yeah. Which at the time we were proper underdogs. And it was like, I don't know, it was a good match, I thought. It was a good, good game. I actually, watching it back, it's a terrible match. It's, it's an awful, awful match to think watch. It's so boring. If you're on the winning side, it's not so bad. Exactly. It gets a bit nervous, like, but yeah, and obviously Sheridan's famous goal. Yeah, the dink. Yeah, yeah the dink. And then obviously. Yorkshire Television. Hi everybody and welcome to the War of the Monster Trucks. I was watching it back on uh, on YouTube the whole match and yeah. when it gets to the end and then it cuts away to that it's absolutely criminal. It's just the, the worst thing is it was only Yorkshire TV that did it. Yeah, it was like, like London Weekend TV and all those other ones actually played out all the post-match celebrations. Yeah, they did. Absolutely criminal. And that obviously spawned Fanzines, James. Yeah, remember them? Yeah. So there, there was War of the Monster Trucks fanzines. Uh, who wrote that? Uh, the, the fanzine, was it Trevor? I'm sure Trevor had something to do with it, did he? Was it War of the Monster Trucks or another, I thought he did another one? Oh, he might have done another one. But yeah, what do you think of fanzines? I used to like them, me. I, I, they, I used to love them. I thought they were great. Nice bit of humour. It, it, was, it was the precursor to the internet. There weren't much humour in them. I don't think <laughs> it depended on your sense of humour. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there was uh, much humour at all. It was basically just a whinging rag, yeah, with, with a couple of pictures in it. But yeah, I used to like fanzines. I used to like buying them. I used to, I used to buy them instead of uh, football programs. Yeah, they were better than the programs a lot of the time. Yeah, that's because it's got the people's opinion in. Mm. You know what I mean? And not just propaganda. But you'd only necessarily get like four a year or something with some of them, wouldn't you? Yeah. And then like the, quarterly kind of things. Yeah, I remember I used to get mine from uh, some geezer that stood on the bridge on uh, Leppings Lane. Yeah, I used to get my film like, and uh, yeah, I used, to, I used to love fanzines. Have they brought one back? Um, is it War of the Monster Trucks that's back online now? Yeah, that's that's all the editions are online of that. So yeah. if you if you're into your fanzines or you just want to have a look at history, then uh, have a look at War of the Monster Trucks online, people. And um, You'll be able to read every single one essentially that's been made. Was was that um, what's his name? Egan Richardson. Did he used to contribute to that a lot? Uh, potentially, potentially. Yeah. There was that. Um, well, I can't remember the names now, but yeah, fanzines were good. Do, Some fanzines do you remember what the very first thousand post thread on Owl's Talk was? The very first thread that got a thousand posts. Yeah, and I wish we'd still got it. It was Internet's Killed the Fanzines. That was the title, yeah. And that, that turned into a mega hot debate, didn't it? <laughs> it did. It was mostly me winding up Trevor Braithwaite, who now who now works at the club. Yeah. He's responsible for the programmes yeah, now, isn't he? He now does a programme. Yeah. And he's uh, he's um he's done us quite a few favours over the years, Trevor. He's, yeah. he's like he's been good to us and uh he's he started off, uh, people thought he was a bit stuffy, but I think as people has got to know him, then uh, obviously he's done us a lot of favours. And yeah. uh, he, he has this mannerism where when you very first meet him, you think he's really standoffish and arrogant, yeah. and then, then you get to know him and that's just the way he is. Just, he's not doing that to you on purpose. So he's like that with everybody? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> fair, fair enough, fair enough. A very dry sense of humour. <laughs> so yeah, so, um, so that's the 1991 centenary edition of <laughs> it's not the a centenary Owls Talk podcast what what <laughs> well we haven't finished that's just the, that's just that section because I think it's been done to death this 1991 thing why yeah. is the 1991 meal thing being held at Magna on Saturday is it Saturday uh, it's tomorrow night isn't it Thursday oh is it so like so, so tomorrow night so people will be listening to this after yeah. it's happened yeah. so it's it's a week 
before the actual anniversary anyway. Yeah. So I'm guessing that it's the only time they could get it, the, the venue. Why, or, why, and why everyone together? Is it because it's too big for Hillsborough's? Um, yeah, I think the way they've done it, it's, yeah. uh, it's a big thing. And it's also done by, alongside the community programme. Oh, good. They're running it, so. Make some money. Yeah, so it's money for the community programme. So the more people are getting, the more money the communi- community programme raises. That's good. That's good. Always good news, that. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the War of the Monster Trucks. So are all the players at that event, then? Is that, was that what it is? Is it one of them? It's, uh, I know I've not even looked at who's in it, to be honest. I got an invite to it, and I was like, well, I've been to about seven of these now. I went to the 10th anniversary one, the 15th anniversary one, the, the yeah. 20th anniversary one. Yeah. How many centenaries can you have? <laughs> just, like, just one, uh-huh. after 100 years. No, well... Uh, <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Did that oh. Was that a sick bird? I, just, oh. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I just like I just went I went to do a cough and then some something else happened. Like the devil, <laughs> the devil came out of it. Um, I was. Uh, I'm gonna have to do it again. Uh, talk for a second. A minute. Just talk for a second. Talk, 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 talk for a second. Right. So. <laughs> So 25 years on, together with the FWFC community programme, there's a special evening this Thursday at Magna, um, the Starfield Night, hosted by Sky Sports News HQ presenter and community programme ambassador David Garrido will reunite the S6 legends central to the season that ended in the Owls lifting the League Cup before sealing promotion. That David Garrido's uh, kicking him out a bit now, isn't he? Yeah. What the hell's happened to my arm? Why is your arm bleeding? (laughs) Your arm's bleeding for no reason. This is the most haunted place I've ever been. James has just been attacked by uh, what can only be described as an entity. He's, he's, uh, he's just washing his arm in the sink because he's, uh, he's pouring me blood. Just as I was putting my sunglasses on, which isn't related. It was your, your sick birth that made me bleed. <laughs> I told you the devil came out of me. Did so the devil? Oh, I coughed the devil up and, and it attacked James's arm. Are you alright? Yeah. I don't know what that was about. Are you feeling a bit faint from the loss of blood? I'm feeling faint because, as we say every bloody week, it's boiling in here. It's really hot in here. You've had to close the windows because people are making noise outside. Well, I've got this, like, I don't even know if that's real, but there's, like, uh, some kind of cactus growing well. (laughs) And then that that grows in uh, hot circumstances, I I think, you see. So, um, (coughs) oh, God. Oh, oh, it's happened again. It's happened again. (laughs) That just deafened me. I couldn't hold that one in. We we apologise to all listeners who we've just deafened. Oh, my word. What the hell just happened? Oh, dear. One second. Owlstalk.co.uk Where eyeballs smell of chicken. My my eyes, my sunglasses just made me too hot, so I've had to take them off as well. Because, like, the more things I've got, I mean, these headphones are bad enough, but. so anyway, let's talk about ticket prices. We've done that, that centenary business, haven't we now? Yeah, yeah. Everyone talks about that all the time. And you're right. There's like event after event after event. How many times can you turn up and see the same players talking about the same thing? Yeah, well, to be fair, with the way that people are dying this year, then Ron Atkinson's probably going to cark it at some point. So well, it's, well, it's the last chance to go and get get the words from Ron. He's, he's got some funny stories. I don't think you can sell it as that, James, if I'm honest. <laughs> you can't sell it as like your last chance to see Ron Atkinson alive. That's like, well, well you could, but it's d- a bit I wrong. I don't know why they've not picked that angle, to be honest. It's, it's a bit wrong. <laughs> it, he's he's alright, isn't he? He's not in a bad way, is he? Nah, he's just old. Oh, fair enough. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about um, 
ticket prices because there's been a hot debate <coughs> on OwlsTalk.co.uk this week. Well, this is the it's the season long debate. Every week there's been another thread about ticket prices, haven't they? Yeah, and it's the it's the topic that won't go away. It, it's become like almost two factions of people fighting. Like there's the people supporting the ticket price increase and yeah. the people that are dead against it. Yeah, and. Throughout it all, if we've noticed, the average attendance has pretty much stayed the same. Yeah. So, there's arguments for and against ticket pricing, isn't there? Yeah. Well, not ticket pricing, but like putting prices up or down or yeah. whatever. Um, the I'm always of one that um, everyone should be able to afford to go to football. I think so, yeah. Right. That's, that's the underlying... That's the underlying principle for me, yeah. is that everyone should be able to afford, if they want, to go to football, take the family... Have a day out at Sheffield Wednesday, especially with half the stadium empty. Yeah, empty seats. That's it. And, and now, uh, because we've actually got all the prices of all the upcoming home games um, out now, somebody's done a comparison to last season. Okay, talk so, me through that. So how does that work? So they've done a table. There's a thread. Uh, it was done by Are Not What They Seem, uh, and it's called Pay on the Day Ticket Prices. So they're comparing the the Pay on the Day Ticket Prices this season to last season. Okay. Uh, the cheapest general sale adult ticket, on average, is 36% more expensive than last season. So it's gone up by a third. Yeah. Yeah, but that was always part of the strategy and the plan, weren't it? To put the prices right up so we could afford to get to the Premiership. Well, there's little bits and bats. It's like the, when the uh, ticket prices were first announced and everyone was complaining and said, well, bear with us and, and you'll see that it's not actually going to be that bad. Yeah, because there were there were those if you remember seven or eight categories. Yeah, and the the debate was like the the cheap categories were really cheap, but the really expensive categories were really expensive. Yeah, um, and it, it it was where would we lie on that on average, and we found out now. So it's thirty six percent. Well, why has it took this long for for it to come out? I don't get it. Because they only released the ticket prices on a match-by-match basis. Got you. So, so okay. now we know what the ticket prices are going to be for the upcoming home games. Got you. To the so end of the season. Cal- calculate it. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. What about season tickets and stuff like that? Has that gone up by a similar percentage then? Similar, yeah. But yeah. What, what's interesting is if you take um, specific games, like uh, we opened at, at Derby last season, or uh, we opened with uh, Derby at home last season. Yeah. And... The cheapest general sale adult ticket was £25. Yeah. Derby this season, it's been £36. Jesus. So that's so, another 11 quid. Yeah, so so has the Derby match this season been worth £11 more than the Derby match last season? Yes. That, that's the argument, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Has, has it or not? So, so um, well, look at where we are in the league. Look at the goals that have been scored. Look at the football that's been played. Look at the excitement around the club. Yeah. There's got to be a, an added value for that, surely. Yeah. So um, if you if you would if you'd put that against like the football of yesteryear from the last few years, and you said to fans like a couple of years ago, look, if we if we charge you another eleven quid to get in, but you get to see this, and there's a good chance of promotion to the Premier League, how many people would say no at that point, or how many people would well, say yeah? Do you know what I mean? That's it. And, and when you look at attendances, they've not been down as such, so people are accepting it. So. Again, so I would say that football has to be accessible and yeah. it has to be available to anyone, not anyone, but, well, yeah, to as many people as possible. Yeah. So um, there needs to be, it needs to be inclusive, it needs to be for, you know, for anyone to nip, nip along, to be able to afford to nip along on a Saturday and watch it for Wednesday. Yeah. So 
the counter argument is if you drop the ticket prices right down and you do like a, a tenner in or whatever, it doesn't necessarily lead to ongoing attendance increases, does no, it? No, it doesn't. This is this is people's arguments of like why don't we have it cheap every match and fill the stadium? It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. We've and seen that anyway. We've seen it time and time and time again. And, and once once you do do that on a regular basis, you're just devaluing the whole thing, and people will then just think that ten pounds the the price now. And, yeah. and when we're on a bad run, they'll be like, well, it's not worth the ten of this. Rather, yeah. rather than exactly the same mindset, it's not worth thirty quid this. So, mm, so what conclusion would you come to? That the I would say that the football needs to get better which it has done yep. the football needs to be more exciting to attract people which it has done yep. uh, there needs to be a value and an excitement around the club where you've, you've got belief and hope that when you go to a game you're going to be entertained yep. that that's happened that you're going to see goals which has happened well even even before a season starts the whole kind of hype and build up of you know seasons past where we've been signing absolute dire players yeah like the hype of the season coming into the season like we've got Forestier we've got Banana we've got like all these players coming in yeah oh what the hell it's, it's just an alarm <laughs> alright okay so yeah go on what we say saying that's alarming um yeah, so so the hype, like that forestieri banana, like all all these. Do you call him banan? Banan. Do you call him banan? Banana. I thought it was banan. It is banan, but oh, I just banana. I was talking fast and my so, brain wasn't catching up. Yeah, but you did it three times, so yeah. there's no excuse for that, James. That's like middle class. Yeah, but but those players, the money for those players has to come from somewhere, and you can't expect it to be the chairman all the time. It's a business at the end of the day. It is, and you've got to make the money. Yeah, so. You can you can put your extra money to saying that you've bought these players, yeah, and stuff like that. That is true. So, in conclusion, maybe it's all of football that's too expensive. Very much so. But then you look at like um, the theatre, or going to not many people go to the theatre. I don't think, but hmm. the theatre or other forms of entertainment. How does it stack up against that? Well, the cinema's the often touted one, isn't it? Where people say, I go to the cinema, it only costs me... Well, it's now 15 quid a ticket at the cinema, isn't it? It's more if you go in that VIP thing, James. Oh, so sod that. That VIP thing's, like, so expensive. Oh, yeah. For we, sake. we don't... What's going on, Neil? Someone's ringing me, I'll have to take it. One right. sec. Do um, it. How do I pause the recording? I, I ain't got a clue. Oh, I missed it. Oh. Bollocks. It can't be that important. Yeah. Um, I'll cut this out. Yeah. It's easy when you can... I'll just, edit, I'll just edit it out, James. Edit it out. So one surprising quirk that's cropped up in this analysis yeah. is that if you bought a Phase 3 season ticket for the South Stand, yeah. you'd have actually been off, uh, better off buying a membership and paying on the gate for each individual game. No way. Yeah. So, so just just re- rewind and just say that again. So if you do what? If you bought a, a phase three season ticket for the South Stand, yeah. you'd have been better off buying a membership and paying on the gate for each individual game. Hmm. The season ticket costs £760, whereas the total cost of the individual tickets plus membership would have been 747 See, I don't think that the club is uh, trying to swindle anybody or anything like that. No. I, just, I just think that these things happen. I think that, that will have just been a, a circumstance where that's happened. Yeah, it's an anomaly, isn't it? But, yeah, I would have thought so. But even then, like you'd, you would have thought that they'd have had the spreadsheets there at the beginning of the season and they'd, they'd have calculated that. So yeah. season ticket holders should always get the best value, shouldn't they? 
Yeah, in theory. I think that there's going to be times where the club makes changes according to um, circumstance. So if they're going through a bad patch, obviously yeah, yeah. lower lower the prices or whatever. You know, it, it would have been interesting to see if we'd have had a bad run. Yeah. And, and we were in the lower arm for the table, let's say, for, yeah. for most of the season, how that would have affected the prices because the, they had the pricing range, all those eight categories, yeah. so that they could react to how we were doing. Yeah. So, like, let's take Ipswich, like 33 quid in the next game. For, to sit where? For the cheapest cheapest general sale adult ticket, so that'll be on the cop. 33 quid? Yeah. Jesus. So 33 quid, um, and... You know, if we'd have been in the bottom half of the table, that you're guaranteed that wouldn't have been 33 quid. Yeah, so essentially it's supply and demand as always, yeah. and it's... It's product. Yeah, it is. So if, the, if, the, if they're doing the business on the pitch, then people want to go, and they'll ultimately put their hand in the pocket if they can afford to, and, uh, and nip along to Hillsborough. Yeah, we are more expensive than some Premier League teams, apparently. Oh, one sec, mate. Oh. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Hello. Yes. So they get, oh, Amazon. All right, sound. I'll, I'll come down and get you. See you in a sec. All right, yes, yeah, sound. I'll see you there. So it wasn't an alarm, Neil. It was somebody ringing your bell. It's come a day too early. Oh, Neil. So, yeah, what's happening now is Neil has just had to go and let somebody in uh, who's arrived at the the apartment for whatever reason. It's so hot in here. I'm literally dripping. And even though we've tried to stop all the noise, somebody still rings the doorbell, rings Neil, comes in, Oh dear. Best thing ever for a migrant. I've said mic relief, it's not actually mic relief. I always take a feminax. This what? is so, so much better. Other drugs are available. Oh. Welcome to your drugs week. Thrilling talk. <laughs> if you'd like some female friendly headache tablets and also womb tablets, try <laughs> And Eddie, your boy, for you. That's. What? I thought we were the ones that talked nonsense. We must have rubbed off in a bad way on them. What the hell? Wednesday week giving tips about Feminax. 
dear. So where's Neil gone? Her van's just driven off down the driveway. <coughs> yes. Let's tune in to more Wednesday week. Yes, why? I'm just filling Neil with the Wednesday week. <laughs> we, we've, we've rubbed off on the Wednesday week really badly. I don't want to rub off on them. <laughs> Sounds wrong. Right, the, the Wednesday week, do you know what the first five minutes is about? What? About taking Feminax. Excellent. <laughs> it sounds like something you'd come up with. <laughs> um, I have no idea where we're at. <laughs> I'll be honest. I just signed up to St Luke's Hospice at the front door. You've what? Yeah, that's why I was. That's why I was so late coming back. So, hang on, you went to get a parcel and signed up for for a hospice. Yeah, so I opened the door and Amazon were there, yeah. and then some geezer from St Luke's was. Uh, Stood poised, waiting to sign me up. Uh, sign you up for what? I've no idea, but it's a fiver a month. All oh, right, you're doing a, a direct debit charity thing. Something like that, yeah. Okay. Always happy to contribute in life to people that need it. Um, right. So where are we at? Uh, we we pretty much finished on the ticket prices, don't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Online at owlstalk.co.uk This is Owls Talk News So James, this is your regular... Um, what, my regular? Yeah, this is your regular <laughs> section where you uh, fill us in on what's been happening on Owls Talk Bear in mind I've not really been on it for ages, it well, feels it, like It's been really, really nice and quiet because you've not been here Yeah, that's true is it, oh, Someone's just said to do a movie review do a movie review. Yeah, so in superhero the, movies. Let's in, let's do Batman v Superman. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, someone said do a movie review. So. Yeah. Do you think David Hirst looks like Richard Gere? Not now, obviously, but but in his prime, <laughs> Richard Gere looks like a ooh these days, doesn't he? Like like a what? Uh, ooh, like just a bit messy in that. Like ooh in a good way or ooh in a bad way. I don't know really. Just got like, he's got a bit of a blink going on, hasn't he? Just blinks all the time. Does he? Yeah, just blinks. You watch next time you watch a Richard Gere film. What's he been in recently? I can't remember him being in anything. He's been in that um, thingy, hasn't he? That hotel business. In what? That Marigold Hotel. Oh, right. He's yeah. been in that. That's a film for old people, Neil. I like that one. I like the first one anyway. The second one's a bit like, mm, that's my review. Yeah, so that's your film review done. <laughs> Neil's Film Reviews. <laughs> just did a jingle there. How cool is that? Yeah, great. Owlstalk.co.uk Proof that giving the general public a voice is a really bad idea. So, James, right, I want to play a game with you, and it's called uh, Players in History and Their Lunchtime Mystery, <laughs> right? Which, when I was writing it down on the whiteboard, seemed like a great idea. It's, again, just... Like you've thought of a rhyme, and now you're going to try and shoe in, shoehorn no, in the no, format. No, there's a plan. rhyme. No, this is genius, right? You, this you've could... actually thought about this. Yep, yeah, I'm kind of. Is it as good as Marwood v Yarwood? It's better than Marwood versus Yarwood, right? <laughs> right. So this is players in history. So that's historical Sheffield Wednesday players. Okay. And their lunchtime mystery. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm going to describe a food, 
and you have to tell me which Sheffield Wednesday player in history that food is. Okay? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Right, you ready? Oh, this is going to go bad. Are you ready? Right. Okay. I'll do it in their voice as well to give you a clue. You're not allowed to do impressions, Neil. Right, the back, I've said so. Are you ready? Are you ready? Go right, on. this is your first one. I'm sometimes shredded, but I'm always juicy. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> That's the... <laughs> Do you, do you want that again? What, that again? what accent was that? Do you, want, do you want that again? Right, ready? This is players in history and the lunchtime mystery where you've got to guess the food that, or guess the player, right, from the description of the food. Yeah. So if a Wednesday player was a food... God, it's a bit convoluted, this, isn't it? <laughs> if a Wednesday player in history was a food, what food would they be? I'm describing the food. You've got to tell me what player it is. Are you ready? This is just bizarre. No, no, right. it's good. It's good. Go, it's good. Go on. It's good. It's good. Right, you ready? Right, right. Get ready. So this is your first one. Question number one: Which player is is this in history with their? <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Which player in history is this? And uh, a lunchtime mystery. <laughs> that didn't even go. Right, you ready? Right, ready? I'm sometimes shredded, but always juicy. You got it. You, well, you, think about it. It's easy. This this is your easy one. This is an easy one. This is the easiest right. one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not getting the accent anyway. So uh, you're you kidding? It's it's, it's it's absolute giveaway. It's, it's, this if you closed your eyes, it's some kind of Welsh Irish hybrid. If, if you closed your eyes, I would be the player. It's that good. It's that. Good. There's people listening to this podcast screaming, angry like James. <laughs> I know it is James. It's blah blah. Do you want it again? One last time, one last time. Sometimes shredded. I'm sometimes shredded, but always juicy. I'm I'm at a loss. I'm completely at a loss. Oh my god. Um, Defender. You've got to get it now. It's easy. Defender. I've given you, honestly, you've got. I can't give you any more than that. I'm sometimes shredded, but always juicy. Nigel Worthington. No, that's he's Irish. <laughs> well, what accent are you doing? That's the worst accent. Ever. It's not. It's perfect. It's perfect, honestly. Oh dear. Right. Okay. I'm sometimes shredded. <laughs> I'm sometimes shredded, but always juicy. It's like what? What food is shredded? Wheat. No. 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 <laughs> Why would there be a, a wheat? No. It's, I'm sometimes shredded, but always juicy. Uh, shredded. Shredded. Duck. No. Beef? No. Think uh, it's like a fruit or vegetable. Come on. And, uh, this is. Come on. This is shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is shit, and it's, I'm bad at it. It's. Uh, I'm sometimes shredded, James. I'm sometimes shredded, but always juicy. What? What? what shredded lettuce? No, it's what? like a fruit or vegetable. Lettuce is a vegetable. Yeah, okay then. So it's it's a vegetable, <laughs> but it's not lettuce. I'm sometimes shredded, but always juicy. And he's, he's a defender. And that's a that's the perfect. That, honestly, that's the perfect impression. Uh, am I going to kick myself? Yeah, big time. Right, um, what players have spoke like that in the past for Sheffield Wednesday? Well, considering that's the worst accent ever, I don't know. Fuck off, Bears. So come on, I'm I'm sometimes shredded. So what's a shredded vegetable? And always juicy, so like a juicy vegetable, it's always shredded. I can't even think of a, a vegetable Jesus that is shredded. Christ, it's so easy. This is, oh, I, I think I'm thinking about this the wrong way. Yeah, I do. So right, so let, let's start again. Right, you ready? This is players in history and the lunchtime mystery. 
I'm always shredded. James, are you listening? You are sometimes shredded a minute ago. Oh, aren't I sometimes? Yeah, sorry. I, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, good point. I'm sometimes, sometimes shredded and always juicy. It's a vegetable. You're going to have to tell me because I, I can't. As, as much as people are apparently screaming in, out in, like, listening to okay, this. Okay, okay, another clue. The colour of the vegetable is also a fruit. Orange? Yes. So what vegetable is shredded an orange? A carrot. Yes, now we're getting there, right? So I'm sometimes shredded, but always juicy. I'm a defender. I'm a defender. I used to be a, sh- a Sheffield Wednesday defender. You've gone so middle class. <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been shredded carrot. Well, you, you have it sometimes. What? I've seen people that eat salad Do like I, having it. Well, you text me this morning and you're saying, not- saying that you're eating muesli. Yeah, and, I, I, and Alpen. And, not any old muesli. It's yeah. Alpen original. And, and what else did you have? Uh, I had some smoothie. Which how, had, how middle class have you gone? I know. Well, I'm You've on your roots. I'm detoxing from this tour I've just been on, so I need to. So um, so we've got an orange vegetable that used to be a defender. Well, oh, that's come out wrong, hasn't it? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, come on, you got um, it now. Umpa lumpa. You got it now, haven't you? You got it, and it's... I don't Phil King It's Phil King That's how he talks I'm always Shredded I'm sometimes Shredded James And I used to be Defender But Where's the carrot Coming to this Um, If he was a food That's the whole point You played a game You didn't even Understand it Is that James I explained the rules And the idea behind it if he was a food, oh. it's like yeah. If if, if I, I thought carrot was a clue to his name or something. No, that's the whole idea. It's like the lunchtime mystery side of it is oh. if that player. If oh, I'm so disillusioned now. I don't think I'm gonna play this anymore. But picked any But like, yeah, I, the, the impression was bang on, and Phil King probably would be a carrot if he was a food. Yeah, that's no. I'm not getting it. Owlstalk.co.uk Where eyeballs smell of chicken. Right, so I've got um another game for you, James. Okay. Oh, God. This is no this is no trust me, this is this is the best one, right? One one of these games will be good one day. This is Johnny Hawk's favourite parks. Right? <laughs> it's like, it's no it's no oh, it's the centenary, so we're gonna do Johnny Hawk's favourite parks. <laughs> it's not a centenary. Because, um Johnny Hawks, right? John Hawks, um nineteen ninety one. John yep. Harks. Yeah. Um, it's a centenary, so we're going to celebrate with it's John not a Centenary. John, Johnny Harks' favourite parks, right? Where um, I I describe a park. No, you have to tell me. Oh God! Do you know when I wrote this down, it seemed like it's such a great idea. Um, Johnny Harks' favourite parks. Right. Okay. So carry on. You have to guess which of Johnny Harks' favourite parks I'm thinking of. And you can ask, you can ask, you can only ask, no, 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 don't, no, go take it seriously, otherwise we're not going to get food this way. This is Johnny Hark's favourite parks. So you've got three questions to try and identify which park I'm thinking of. You've only got three questions. Right. And it's yes, no answers. So what's your first question? Is this park in the US? Um. No. It's not. It's not in the US. So, 
Yeah, so he's, he's not narrowed that down much because like could be any other country now. Well, he's an American player. I thought he might have been going for the... Uh... Yeah, but his, his favourite parks aren't in America, James. <laughs> is it? Well, some might be, but not this particular one. So this is Johnny Hawk's favourite parks, and it's not in America. Right. Is it in Yorkshire? No. That's two questions gone. So now you've narrowed it down to virtually nowhere, and <laughs> you have one question left to, to discover... Johnny Hawk's favourite parks. Oh god. Um, Would it help if I did an impression? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, it always helps, Neil. Hi there, I'm Johnny Hawks, and I have some favourite parks. I go walking in it, I go looking at birds that's of the feathered kind and not the women kind, because I'm happily married. And I sometimes <laughs> wonder um, <laughs> I sometimes I wander around the lake in this particular park and I think to myself if things had gone a little bit better I could have been playing for Brazil so that's Johnny Hawk's <laughs> favourite park described there by John Hawks himself and you've got one question left and I'll give you a lot of clues in that one did you? yep so it's clearly a big park because it's got a lake in it or maybe a pond you might have exaggerated <laughs> so, Johnny Hawk's favourite parks. What's your final question, James? Is it the centre parks at Nottingham? No, it's not. It's Hyde Park in London. <laughs> so that's Johnny Hawk's favourite parks, episode one. Wow. More next time. What do you think? Is that got links? Hopefully not. Hopefully not more next time. I think. Uh, I think that could. Uh, that could do well. That one. Online at owlstalk.co.uk, you're listening to Owlstalk FM. Hello, James. How you doing? I'm Colton Palmer. <laughs> no, 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 take it seriously. I can't when you're pulling faces like that. I mean, we... That's a good job with that old left guy. This section is uh, its a serious one, James. You can't oh, laugh. Gosh. Oh. You can't laugh. Are you ready? I can't look at you. Are you ready? Yeah. Right, let's just... Uh... Oh, God. Hang on. Online at owlstalk.co.uk You're listening to Owlstalk FM. Hello, James. I'm Colton Paul. Oh, I've lost his accent. Hello, James. I'm... I can't do it. I can't do it. It's Colton Palmer in Peaky Blinders now. <laughs> Hello, James. I'm Colton Palmer. Welcome to Colton Palmer's Celebrity Embalmers. <laughs> and we're going to take you down a trip of where people have died in the last week or so. And I'm Colton Palmer. Okay, Colton. Well, So, first up... We've got David Guest. He's popped his clogs in the Sheffield now in a London hotel, hasn't he? You're serious. I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this is going. Oh, dear. Has any Wednesday players died this week? Uh... No, ho- no, hopefully not. That's the end of Colton Palmer's Celebrity Embalmers. Owls Talk, not as good as it used to be. And now, it's the Owls Talk Post of the Week. Okay, James, have we had any, like, absolute classic posts? 
one of my favourites has been the player parlay. Agreed. Posts. Agreed. So this, which section is this in? It's in the match day section. Yeah. Uh, again, it's are not what they seem. He's uh, he's on form, isn't he? Yeah. He, real, did, he real. did the ticket price thread. He's doing uh, the analysis on that. And he's, I'm a big fan. He's doing player parlay, which if you haven't experienced this, he's he's for for the sake of. Uh, Le- complying legally, we have to say it's a mock-up of the Alstort website. But if the players were on it, that, this is what they could be saying if the players were on it. Yes, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so what's what's in there? So th- this week he's uh, he's put in his player parlay. Uh, he's, he's logged in under uh, Carlos's login, apparently. Yeah. In this fictional version of Alstort. Yeah. And the topic he's he's done is the first rule of Fight Club. Okay. And this is um, revolving around the alleged made-up stories about the Bristol loss. Yes. So, uh, Kieran Westwood has apparently posted on Player Parlay. Yeah. Uh, the first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. That's very true. If I hear anyone gossiping to the press or the fans about what happened on the coach down to Bristol, you'll be next in line to catch a smackdown from the Mank Mauler. Ooh, the gloves are coming off, ladies. Ooh, 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 cracky. It's all kicking off on the Wednesday coach, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, Gary Hooper replies. and He says, you should have tried taking your gloves off on Saturday, pal. You might have stood half a chance against me then. Ooh, ooh. ooh. Once, once I caught you with that drop kick, there was no way you were coming back. This is like a story. Yes. That, like, probably no one wants to hear. You have, you have to read between the lines. Oh, right, okay. And and no wonder you felt sick afterwards. I would too if I'd have been shown up in front of the rest of the lads like that. Ooh. Ooh. Fighting talk. G- G- Gary Hooper's uh, username on this player parlay site, by the way, is Hoops, there it is. Excellent. Yeah. I used to love that track. Did you? Yeah. Hoops, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, quality. And, um, the- <laughs> and then Jose Semido, uh, under the name of Semidude. Yeah, uh, he's replied. He said, "Lads, calm down. Fight Club is supposed to bring us together as a squad, not close friction." He's, he's a team player, isn't he, Samido? Yeah, he's, he's, all, so. he's all about the team. I thought he'd have come steaming in, like, but yeah, no, he's put as my great friend Cristiano Ronaldo says, nobody's ego is more more important than the team, except for mine. What a guy! <laughs> what a guy! What's a guy? What's a story, James? Yeah, What's a tale you have told? Kieran, don't worry, oh, we won't talk more. about your defeat to anyone. My book, Win the Day, has coping strategies to help you come to terms with disappointment. If you would like a copy, right. So in this ongoing player parlay thing, yeah. Jose Samido Hall always replies and plugs his book and talks about <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> it's genius. It's genius. I, I absolutely. I'll be honest. I love that thread and I love it every time it comes up. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, I want to say happy birthday to Alan Harper, who's uh, not not the Alan Harper, but username <laughs> Alan Harper, who's, yes. who's on the website because it's. Today, on the day that we're recording, which is uh, Wednesday the 13th of April, yep. at 2 o'clock in my kitchen, I uh, just want to say happy birthday to him, because it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Alan Harper. Um, yeah, there you go, if, see. If you're listening tomorrow or after that, then this bit is completely irrelevant to you. Yeah. Just, just going back a bit to like the previous podcast, how did you find doing it on your own? It was rubbish, wasn't it? It was alright. Thank, thank God for Thomas Craig. Yeah, he, thanks to Tommy for doing that, by the way. 
that was uh, that was good of him. Really interesting as well. I yeah, thought it was good. Really, it was good. The, the way he's shoehorning in all the Wednesday references into stuff he does. Really, really good interview. I think the Alan Biggs interview is going to be good when that when that's uh, aired. Yeah. When yeah. that's let's broadcast. Yeah. When when are you doing that, Neil? Whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll, no, yeah, yeah, we are. We get we getting it done. Alan Biggs, if you're listening, we're coming for you. We're gonna we're gonna we've set it up already. He's agreed yeah. to do it, uh, so we've just got to do it, haven't we? Yeah. But uh, just to point out in that episode at the beginning of that of the last podcast, Neil. Yeah. There, there was a clip from Coronation Street of years gone by, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. But that's that's a long, long story. But um, yeah. And it it was. Uh, you on Coronation Street. It's old news, James. With, it's old with, news with it's, your best acting ever. It's one of the it's one of the many things uh, that I have talents for, and acting in impressions. If you've as you've seen, that's yeah. my strong point. You know, <laughs> so the Outstalk Podcast, quite literally, the worst thing on the internet. Um. So what else have we got? Uh, let's give a shout out to the lads in the gaming section. Okay, because. Yeah. Again, if you log into the site, if you register and log in, uh, there's lots of sections that you might not see normally. One of those is the video gaming section. Video gaming section. Yes. So okay. it's about you know PlayStation, Xbox, all that kind of stuff, PC okay. games. Uh, video gaming. Yeah. And and we've apparently been an influence to a, a group of brothers who oh God. Po- who post in that section, Neil. Right. They've seen what, a group of brothers. Yeah. Which they've, they've seen what what kind of quality can come from brothers doing a podcast. This well, that's true. That is true. And so they set up their own gaming podcast. That's good. Do you um, remember Five Star? Yes. They weren't brothers. Well, two of them were. Yeah. And three sisters. Yeah. Just saying. But so what? what didn't carry? they go bust building a studio in a in a big house or something? Well, they bought a lot of cars outside the mansion, didn't they? And then realised they got to pay for them later. Numpties. Making a comeback as probably three star or something like that. <laughs> two of them died. No, who is it now that's, uh, you know, Five, the band Five? Yeah. They're doing a comeback and there's only three of them. Brilliant. But they haven't changed the name. So it's like, come and see Five and there's two missing. <laughs> but you don't get like two thirds, two fifths off your ticket price. Well, that's just terrible. I know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, what were we saying? Yeah, so the, the podcast, if you want to uh, check that out, it's Three Brothers. Um, it's called That King Thing. And they post about it in the video gaming section on the website. Is their surname King then? Yeah. I wonder if it's... Uh, I'm usually shredded, <laughs> but I'm always juicy. It might be. It might be. Imagine if it was, and Phil King was doing some kind of carrot-related video gaming podcast. Yeah. But like like we asked for uh, podcast questions, yeah. um, TK Owl, who's uh, heading up this gaming podcast, he's asking for questions in the Owl's Talk so video he, game section. So he's something King, Tony King or something like that. Tommy King. Yeah. Tommy, Tony King. Yeah. Terry, I'll say Terry. Terry King, yeah, Terry yeah. King, yeah. I know we're another Chinese cousin, Wan. <laughs> oh, there's a level you brought it down to. <laughs> Whilst we're on that level, do you want to do the last one on your on your list on the no, whiteboard? No, I've changed my mind on that one. I'll be honest. <laughs> I've changed my. You, you know the. Um, Oh, sorry, we've, we've cut off your, your video gaming discussion. What, what were you saying about it? I sorry, just uh, there's a podcast there. and How do we find it? Uh, just type that King thing into iTunes or your podcast provider of I, choice. I need to listen to it now because I want to see what they, what they do on it. They're quite funny. It's just a group of brothers um, talk about like the latest video game news and stuff that's happening and what they're playing. And um, they do like videos on YouTube as well and stuff like that. Good. Okay, that's good. It's good to know we've inspired a new generation of podcasters as well. 
Yeah. God knows how with the quality of this shit. But well, hopefully it's better than this. Well, it can't be any worse, can it? <laughs> um, right, James, here's one for you. Before we go, we obviously need to know what Steve's been up to. Woo! Owlstalk.co.uk, the official home of Steve Bassford's horse riding updates. At all said. I don't know why I did a woo before, before you, you played. You did do a woo. I heard the woo. <laughs> I, mean, I might, uh, yeah. I said, like, let's do a Steve podcast update, and you went, woo. Ooh. You did a woo. Yeah, so uh, Steve, in his mega update thread, yeah, he's put, Steve's update, no one will not post on here when I am not online. I don't want anyone post anything on this thread when I'm having three weeks break. Only this week I'm going back training ground and horse riding lesson, that's all. Is having a three-week break from what? From Alstor? From Alstor. Yeah. Nobody does that except me. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. ridiculous. I've just had a three-week break. We haven't, we haven't had a three-week break together just to uh, clarify that <laughs> yeah. matter. Although, uh, a week or two ago, yeah. there was one where uh, it'd been talking about a new horse called Liz. Les. Liz. Liz. And uh, Paulie has gone into the thread. He's obviously taken an interest. He's put, do you have a new horse, Steve? When did you start riding Liz? Yeah. And Steve's answer is, stop asking me questions, my answer to all can fuck off. Oh! <laughs> he doesn't like questions in his thread. Fuck off, Bez. He doesn't. People doesn't. have not learnt this yet. So, so you, you must only read Steve's threads. You cannot reply or ask any questions. Exactly. I, I've asked questions a couple of times and it always leads to loads of private messages. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's having a busy time, isn't he? What else is he up to? Uh, well, he's away for three weeks, isn't he? So uh, I don't think he will be. So I, I would put money on him back, being back in a couple of days. Well, he's doing... Telling uh, us about his three weeks away. He's promoting the Wednesday Night Lounge. Is he? Yeah, 12.15 against Ipswich. He loves the Wednesday Night Lounge. Where's it at these days? Same place? It's in Niagara. Niagara. And, and what time's it open? 12.15. Did you say that? Yeah. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what you can get there, called, according to Steve? Food drink laugh. As for that at the bar. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> I've come for food, drink, laugh, please. Members are free, non-members one pound, and kids free. That's good. Free. So, yeah. Yeah. Is it, I wonder how busy that gets these days. I ain't been for ages. I haven't been for a long time, but it, it used to get fairly busy. Oh, hang on. Someone's at the door. Hello. Hello. Oda here. Hello, Oda. Hello. All right. Cheers, cunt. Bye. Mm, he's gone again. He's gone again. Every week. He's gone again. He just, he just keeps nipping off, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you know who else nips off? Uh, we need to change our jingles, don't we? Now I think it's like we're just the same ones, everybody, well, every week. Well, now we tried to get Keith Skews to do a voiceover or uh, a jingle, and we can't get hold of him. That's he's not dead, is he? He's not. He's not gone to Carlton Palmer's celebrity and Barmers, has he? He's, he's no, no, not according to his Wikipedia. He's still very much alive. It depends who's updating it. Well, fair point. Because I don't trust that Wikipedia. Owlstalk.co.uk Where eyeballs smell of chicken So that's the first podcast back, James, after after an, an self-exile, did you call it exile or self-exiled time away? Yeah. I don't know. We've had a couple of weeks off, we're back with the usual dirge. Yeah. So um, we, are we going to go back to Monday again next week or are we... Yes we are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm back in Sheffield now for the foreseeable future. Oh God. Um, so, I don't know. It should be fun. It should be fun. I'm just going to find. The thing is, though, I get bored, James. So I've got to find things to keep me entertained. 
well, think of more rhyming things that actually make sense when you put something behind them. Well, today we've had Johnny Hark's favourite parks, yeah. we've had Carlton Palmer's celebrity embalmers, and we've had the the amazing, which I'm surprised you still didn't get it, players in history and their lunchtime mystery. Just, which is like... Just nonsense. It's not nonsense. It's nonsense. It's, it's absolute class. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the War of the Monster Trucks. Fuck off. Um, so, uh, that's it. That's all from us for this week. Uh, you can log on to www. I hate saying that bit. Owls Talk. I can't say Owls Talk. Do you know what I'm going to say? It doesn't sound right. It doesn't, does it? Owls Talk. It's not Owls Talk. It's, not, owl. it's not a talk for somebody called Owl. Owls Talk. Owls Talk. Shall we see how Donald Trump says it? Now back to Neil and James for the rest of the Owl Stalk podcast. There you go. He says it better. Yeah, yeah. So you can I, log on. I think to... there was a discussion on that on the on the site a few weeks ago, and it was Kate who said she says owls, owls, owls. How, like, how, how did you read that? How did she say it? How did she, she write it? Put a little hyphen between it. Did she? Owl, owls, 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 owls. We're just talking. Owls talk. Owls. Owls talk. Now back to Neil and James for the rest of the Owl Stalk podcast. This is Owls talk. Because he's yeah. American. Owls talk. That, that's a real Donald Trump. It's the real Donald Trump, yeah. yeah. That's it. So you can log on to owlstalk.co.uk anytime you like. We're open yes. 24 hours a day. Yeah. So we have the English people in the daytime and the American people and the Australians at night. Yeah, it's, it's quite good. It's, it's still active overnight, isn't it? Generally? It is. We, we've not really promoted it to America either yet. We, we have a little bit, but we know we've got the New York owls and people like that logging on yeah. and having their say. Um, so we'll have to I think we'll have to promote it a little bit more to America and see see how we get on indeed so uh, yeah that's all from us uh, for this one well, I ain't really got any outro music James what uh, do we normally play I forgot well if we just remind people quickly to uh, remember to subscribe rate and review and you can listen back to all the previous episodes on iTunes and your podcast uh, outlet of choice ok other than that yeah just play anything go on bye thanks for listening see ya Online at owlstalk.co.uk You're listening to Owlstalk FM Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.